Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Monday. Let's acknowledge the space that we're in. It is Monday. It is a full week after a short week. But you know what? We're going to rise. We're going to grind. We're going to power through. We're going to make this week our bitch. And then we'll be done. Yeah, I mean, we do hate to see it hate. a full week after a short week. It's and offensive. It's Monday, and this Monday feels particularly monday e, Particularly vile. <laughs> particularly toxic. Particularly particular. Yeah, so we're just going to power through, you know? So much is going on. We have so much going on this week that's really exciting. Yes, we have um, lots of... Lots of guests. Lots, lots of, of secret projects. Lots of secret secret projects that you'll find out about in like 0.2 seconds. Yeah, no, we're just doing a bunch of really good interviews this week. So we're super excited about that. We are. And then also like you have a really big life update to share with the class. And um, I do. Yeah. I don't think that I do. It starts with the word C. No, I think like if I tell you something personal. Oh, it's personal. Um, it's like stays between us. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. It's staying between us then. Yeah. Do you want to start over? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. But like, sorry, guys. It's not even like a big deal. You're no, like making into like such a thing. I just like decided to like do something myself and like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> just like Wait. if I tell you something personal, like don't bring it up on the show. I did not know that it was personal. I was, I was looking forward to talking about it, but never mind. It's really not a big thing. I was making it a bigger thing than it. No, everyone's gonna be like, what is it now? Like, it's not a big deal. Like... Just, can we move on, please? Okay. Sure. How was your weekend? It was good. It was filled with lots of highs and lows. A low was hosting Shabbat at my home, which was very difficult for me. Um, but I did vlog the entire experience on Patreon. So patreon.com slash morningtoast. Shabbat at Claudia's. It was chaotic. It was messy. But in the end, we turned it out. No, the end. I just watched the vlog. It's up now at Patreon. And the end was, like, so beautiful. It's, it's a tale as old as time. A happy ending. It was a happy ending. A delicious-looking ending. And I was I attended the Shabbat. And I can say it, it was, in fact, delicious. It was a really nice... You did a great job. Yeah, thank like, you. So... It was just, like, a lot to host. Not to spoil host. the vlog, but it went really well. Yeah, it's a lot to host. But then also to, like, make the choice to vlog it. Like, adds, like, another burden 100%. element. 100%. Um, but then I wanted to make the Shabbat as good as possible because I was vlogging it. So in the end, I think... I was better off because of the challenge, the adversity that I faced. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a journey nonetheless. And then, and now you have that content to look back on, to laugh over. Yeah. So it was really good. Congratulations. It was fabulous. It was fabulous. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Um, my weekend was really great. I feel like I did so much. I was so productive, but also had a lot of fun, was out and about. Unfortunately, Bruno was sick this weekend and it was so sad. That's horrible. It was so sad. And even this morning, like he went into his crate on his own before it was time. That's never good. It's not a good sign. Can I tell you something like so weird that happened to me this morning? Sure. Speaking of Bruno, mm. I it's very hot in the city. So I did take an Uber because 
it's just too hot to like get all stunning and then like become a sweat box. I, I really don't feel like I need to explain myself yet. Here I am explaining myself. I'm going to get into the Uber and the driver's so sweet and he's like, oh man, it's such a cute dog. I'm like, yeah, he's Theo. He's like, you know, giving him his whole like little elevator pitch. Yeah, he's a doctor. He's yeah. this. And then the Uber driver said the weirdest thing. He's like, yeah, I mean, I was like going to get a dog, but they just die after 10 years. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> I'm like, why would you say that? I'm like, Oh, I try not to think about it. He's like, yeah, no, like, my dad had a dog and, like, he died. And we were all devastated. So I was going to get one, but then I'm just like, dogs die. I'm like, can you stop saying die? I was just like, yeah, totally. Like, I was tearing up in the back of the car. I just didn't realize I was going to get into an Uber and literally have my life ruined. I just didn't see that for myself. No, that's wrong. Like, obviously, we all know that that's the case, but we all decide. I don't think that that's the case. We all decide that 10 years of love is worth the pain that comes like grief is the price that you pay for love so what we're just not supposed to experience love no i i don't even you don't even want to talk about it yeah like i mean i did bring it up so like i didn't realize i didn't realize that we would have to like talk about i'm just responding to your story your anecdote (laughs) i just like let's talk about how weird it was like it was so rude like yeah and you know what like with a little with modern medicine and the healthy diet 10 plus 15 yeah it was just like so abrasive I just wasn't expecting that yeah no that's that's wrong but you know it's a it's a reminder that life is short live it to the fullest life Life, is short life is short and it's shorter for dogs oh stop okay this is so upsetting yeah okay, sorry, sorry to all of we're our gonna dog we're gonna move Let's on pivot. again we're gonna pivot, pivot again we just can't pivot. find a safe topic no this not morning. at all it's just like a landfield minefield minefield but you know what landmine what is a safe topic always for us television and books yes what did you read or watch this weekend i finished why women kill um it's a little annoying there are two things about i loved it and it was very like reminiscent of desperate housewives i do believe one of the houses on the street in the first season is Catherine's house from desperate housewives like it's definitely filmed on wisteria lane but one of the things I didn't like about it was, first of all, there's only a season and like a half on Netflix. I mean, on Paramount Plus, maybe less. And two, each season is a different story. So all the characters from the first season who like you fell in love with aren't in the second season. It's like we're starting fresh with like a whole new narrative, which is cool. But I really like was obsessed with Lucy Liu's character. And there were just so many like stories I loved following. They're over, which is like annoying. Yeah. So I finished that, um, and then what I, I think that's all I watched. I watched the Floyd Mayweather fight, which we're going to talk about yes. in our first story, which was just really a historic event. It was really cool to be a part of something. It was. <laughs> you know how we feel. Like, we're just so excited to, like, you know, know what's going on. And be included. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for including us. I watched Halston after your oh. reviews on the show. Did you finish it? I finished it, because oh. it was pretty short. And I enjoyed it, because, you know, I finished it. But I just felt like, I don't even know that much about Halston, but I know enough to know that, like, that docu- documentary is, like, a grave injustice to his name like why just first of all the way that they just went about everything sort of made it seem like he accidentally designed something amazing or that everyone around him really like propped him up and he like he couldn't ever think of designs when like in reality he totally changed the face of american fashion like that that person that was working for him who accidentally tie-dyed some stuff on his stove and then they made and then they just cut a hole in the top and made gowns like i just i think it was a little more intentional than that the documentary made it seem like he literally didn't have ideas of his own and wasn't like the innovator that he was i feel like in the beginning definitely like it was going in that direction but by the end of the show like respect was put on his name no by the end of it it just made it seem like he finally realized you know that he had made a lot of mistakes but it was honestly too late to correct them yeah but that might be how it actually happened 
I'm sure that he made a lot of mistakes and I'm sure, you know, some of the stuff, I'm sure a lot of the stuff about his work ethic and the drugs and everything. But in the beginning, like it just sort of seemed like he was not that much of a visionary. Yeah, but it, when in reality, he was the visionary. Well, let's let's think about it, because some of the names that were being thrown around as other like famous American designers were like Oscar de la Renta, Calvin Klein at the time, who were like his competition. Yes. Those names are still like huge names in American fashion. Halston really isn't. Agreed. But at the time. Yes. Halston was the biggest one. And he just kind of didn't get that respect in the show. Like if I didn't know anything about Halston. And now I feel like I need to go and do research because. No, but I feel like there's a, like the reason why disrespect was kind of put on his story is because I feel like that's kind of how it had to happen. Because I don't know how you go from being the Calvin Klein to being in today. There is like Halston heritage to being irrelevant. Yeah, but I think that's because he sold his name. With the business of it all. Yeah, but also, but I really was enjoying the business of it all. Like, I, Me too. I was thinking, like, we need a David Mahoney up in here. I but know. But then I was like, or Mulroney do we? or whatever. Or do we? I was thinking, like, I didn't really feel like he made that many bad decisions in terms of selling the business. David Maloney did. But I think, like, by the end, they were like, I sold my name, I sold my name. But they did great work, and Halston himself was the one who ruined it, in addition to the bad business moves. Like, I don't really feel like the business decisions that he made were so terrible. He became the Institute of American Fashion yeah. because he got bought. Yeah, I, I agree with so that. Bad. I didn't think it was so bad either. I was happy to, like, see him doing well, but of course, you know, there's a price for everything. I just feel like if I, now that I know... He should have just done oh, jeans. He should have just done jeans. But now that I know even a little bit about Halston, like, I feel like that show is, like a disservice to his memory and I need to take it upon myself to do a little more research. I do not feel like that is a full and and fair picture. Can I tell you that I accidentally watched an Amazon Prime documentary on um on Halston when I thought I was watching like the yeah. show that everyone was talking about and I only watched the first hour. I think it was like a 2-hour documentary. But then when I watched the Halston series, I like knew a lot of what they were referring to. Like it, the documentary on Amazon Prime, I think you might find more educational did tell a lot of the same story that the Netflix show did. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to have to do a little bit more researching. You know what, when you're watching like someone's life story, you shouldn't leave feeling that way. So overall, like I enjoyed it. It was enjoyable, but I just... Did you think Ewan McGregor was good? No, I didn't. Me but neither. he didn't like bother me as much as he bothered you, except towards the end. But no, I, I didn't think he was great. Me neither. So... But a little fun fact I did not know, like he did the pillbox hat, you know? Yeah. And in the documentary on Prime, they had like a little fun fact. Like Jackie O, when she was like walking out of the limo at the inauguration, she touched the back of her, the back of the hat and dented the hat. So everyone thought it was like a fashion choice, but it was really just like she dented it. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's the sort of stuff that I want to know. Yeah, you would like the Prime documentary. It was like very artistically done. It, honestly, the, the style of how they did the documentary was bothering the shit out of me. And I'm like, this is what everyone is obsessed with. But then I realized I was watching the wrong show. Got it. So anyways, glad I watched it. Um, it was nice to, you know, be watching TV again. But then I went back to reading. And I'm reading this book called The Woman Before Wallace. Wallace Simpson, you know who she is. Um, so it was like the woman that um, Edward was in love with before Wallace. And she has to like go. So she was actually um, Gloria Vanderbilt's twin sister. Oh, wow. And she had to the go. Anderson Cooper of it all. She had to go back to... Um, 
the U.S. because of the custody trial, which was a really big deal. And I think it was in that time due to the trial that Wallace wooed her mans. Got it. But I'm not, spoiler alert. Also, I'm not that far along yet. I don't know yeah. if that's what happens. It just seems that way. I didn't read anything this weekend. I just like, I had a really good balance of like peacefulness. And like I ended up at a rave on Saturday night and four in the morning, like at a townhouse. And it was incredibly bizarre, but super fun. No, I agree. I had a good balance of peacefulness and out and aboutness. And socialization. And also I didn't start Malibu Rising because I'm going to wait till I'm on, on, vacation. on a beach. I, I think it's like such a great beach read and I'm really saving it. Okay. So that's that on that. That's that on that. I think we should dive in because we've got a big story and I'm just dying to talk about this fight that happened last night because it was... Truly remarkable. Oh, so should I bump that up to number one? Oh, is it not number one? No, it was number oh, two. Lilybet. Lilybet is number one. Lilybet is number one. There's so much to talk we about. So, we have to go. So Let's without go. further ado to do to do, where are you right here being perfect? It is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode of The Morning Toast is brought to you by Pura Vida. Summer is almost upon us. Is your wardrobe ready? What better way to get back into the carefree spirit of summer than with a brand whose apparel and accessories are all about a laid-back living and enjoying life to the fullest. Pura Vida's fair trade apparel and artisan-made accessories are comfortable, casual, eco-friendly, and just so cool. Perfect in time for summer. Their jewelry is like so, like I'm just such a cool girl, like hanging in Montauk, like my hair dries naturally wavy. Like if you're looking for that aesthetic for the summer at the beach, at the clubs, wherever you're going on vacation, Pura Vida has you covered from top to bottom. They have colorful, colorful graphic tees, crop t-shirts and hoodies, including one-of-a-kind tie-dyes that are fun to wear and express your personality. They have over 200 styles in the summer catalog. All of their products are buttery soft and 100% cotton apparel, so working from home has never been comfier. The styles are super affordable with bracelets starting at $6 and rings starting at $12. Um, if you like to mix your jewelry and like stack rings, this is a perfect place. You can get a bunch for a really affordable price and they're super good quality. They're really known for their beautiful handmade braided bracelets that are unisex, fully adjustable and hundred percent waterproof. So you can live in them 24 seven. Pura Vida, look good and do good to get 20% off your Pura Vida order. Text toast to three, eight, eight, one, seven. That's toast to three, eight, eight, one, seven to get 20% off at Pura Vida. Terms apply available at puravidabracelets.com slash terms. Text toast to three, eight eight one seven you'll get a free sticker with every order love it okay first story big news of the weekend well two big stories first story is that Meghan markle and prince harry welcome a baby girl named for both the queen and princess diana they announced it is with great joy that prince harry and Meghan, the duke and duchess of sussex welcome their daughter lilybet lily diana mountbatten windsor to the world lily was born on friday june 4th at 11:40 a.m in the trusted care of the doctors and staff at santa barbara cottage hospital in santa barbara california santa babra mm. she weighed seven pounds 11 ounces both mother and child are healthy and well and settling in at home so lily is named after her great grandmother her majesty the queen whose family nickname is lilybet if you watch the queen if you watch the crown that is no surprise. Her middle name, Diana, was chosen to honor her beloved late grandmother, the Princess of Wales. Though Spencer was in consideration for the first name, the couple decided last minute not to use No, it. you're lying. <laughs> oh, my God. I just got so excited. Okay. <laughs> Before we dive in, because I do have some thoughts, mostly negative, um, I just want to say I do think it's very weird that, like, everyone gets an opinion on, like, what someone names their baby. But, of course, these are, like, ex-royal figures. So that is what we do. But I just want to say, like, it does feel bizarre. Like, it's their choice. It's their family. It's their baby. Like, let them do what they 100%, want. 100%. But it's not even just them. Like, even with celebrities, we're 
Oh, wait, yes. you know, remember, but this has historical significance. Therefore, I feel it's like I can have an opinion on it. Yes. But it does feel weird, like, to comment on, like, a personal choice, you know? No, and also I feel like even when they had Archie, it wasn't as big of a deal, a deal just what they were going to name it, because it's like, are they going to hark back to the royals? Are they not? No, but, like, when you're a part of the royal institution, there's only a certain amount of names you're, like, legally allowed to choose from. So, like, it's not a surprise. It's, like, George, Arthur, or Alexander. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. they're all the same. But now that they're out of it, they could choose, you know, Sarah, or they could ha- they could get more creative with it, and I do think it's very interesting that first of all they didn't choose to honor Prince Philip's memory like we had spoken the about Philippa last toasters, week. I'm the so sorry. toasters, I'm so sorry, it didn't happen for you. Um, that they didn't honestly like in first name decide to honor Diana because mm-hmm. I just feel like like Harry's obsessed like with his mother's legacy like as he should be. Um, I feel like he talks about it a lot, and yeah. I just it's obviously like a tragic loss, and she's not alive anymore but like the queen is so like I just thought it was weird that he chose to honor the queen first Diana second I also obviously thought it was weird that like literally they're coming off this interview like disgracing the family and like this just seems like kind of kiss assy like oh we like to love our grandmother so much like we're just gonna name it after her you know yeah I just want to know like there's so many reports that like the queen is furious the queen gave approval what does the queen think like I want to know because it's hard because for us commoners we're just going off of the things that we actually know which is that the you know the Oprah interview, yeah. and now the kid's name is Lilibet, and it's like, these two things seem in conflict with one another. One plus one equals sock. Like <laughs> One plus one equals sock. And so, to me, I'm just, like, confused. And I love the name Lily, and I, I that's what they're going to call her, but, it, you know, it, Lilibet is the larger name. I just feel like Lilibet, like, is her family nickname. It's just, like, so personal yes. to the queen. And I don't know, I... It does seem weird. It seems like an invasion of privacy. Like, like first of all, nobody goes out in the streets and calls her, hey, Lilibet. Like, everyone calls her Queen Elizabeth. And I think it was, like, a name that Prince Philip, like, chose for her. So it's, like, a sweet, like, endearing personal thing. So it is kind of weird to, like, put it on blast. Well, I think they were calling her since she's a kid, Lilibet. Got it. And so, not Prince Philip. But, yeah, yeah it was. it's just a very personal name. So, I don't know. I, I like the name Lily for it's her. Pretty. And that's what they're going to call her. I just... I don't know. Also, yeah. someone sent me the funniest DM because people like who are reading it who don't watch the, who don't know that Lilibet is Elizabeth's name. They're like Lilbet. Yeah, no, and it then, sounds like a rapper. <laughs> and then someone's messaged me. They're like, it reminds me of a little bit Alexis, a little bit Alexis, a little bit Diana. That's Literally. so funny. And now I can't get that out of my head. No, one hundred percent. It's also just like not. I think a very common American name. I think people in the UK are like familiar with that nickname for Elizabeth. Um, I hadn't, you know, ever heard of it before the Queen. So it's, like, original and stuff. I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm just confused. Like, I need more of clarity on, like, how we got from disgracing the royal family in an interview like, and, like, exposing all their dirty secrets to and honoring And separating them. yourself in really every public way and making it very clear where you stand. And even though they, they didn't really take jabs at the Queen... They're jabbing her life's work, right. her dad's life's work, her entire, leg, like ancestral life's work and so I just think it's um it's just how did we get from A to B like I would just like some clarity wait and maybe there's things that's that are happening behind the scenes that we do not know but once again we only know what we know and so just like from the interview to the name it's it's um it's a hop skip and a jump like yeah I'm just confused so it's Lily Diana is very pretty I was just shocked at a few of the elements I thought for sure the name was going to be like a direct 
Diana. Diana moment. But it was the middle name, which is, like, irrelevant. Yeah, that's just, like, something that you do. To be nice. To be nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's, because she has a long name now. Lilibet Diana Mountbatten-Windsor. Yeah. Lily Lilibet Diana Mountbatten-Windsor. Nope. Lilibet Lily Diana Whatever. Mountbatten-Windsor. Just a lot of names. Yeah. But congratulations to the, the happy, happy family. And we just love some... We love some Beb Ben news. And I like that, like, nobody was able to guess it. Like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, we're all just surprised. Yeah. The, the people, this is like, when I, when I first heard the, um, the name, I was, like, of course shocked because I didn't think that's what it was going to be. But also, like, all these royal experts who've, like, literally never been right about anything. That's why, how are we supposed to believe, like, any of these reports when the royal experts said the name was going to be Philippa? 100%. So it's, like, what do we, we don't know anything. Like, we, we're clowns over here thinking we know what the fuck's going on. Right. But at least we knew it wasn't going to be Philippa. Yeah, because we're not dumb. Because we knew that much, at least. Yes. Okay, are you ready for our next story, the big news of the weekend? Yes. Logan Paul goes the distance with Floyd Mether, Mayweather. In I love Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather in exhibition bout. So, pay-per-view last night, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. He stood the eight rounds. There was no knockout. Yeah, I mean, it was, and, like, truly impressive. I feel like the kind of, like, the narrative, like, I, I was watching, I bought it on Showtime, and the MCs were, um... Like the regular MC, like I don't know his name, and then Jesus and Marrow, like the comedy duo, yeah. and like the whole time they were just click clown, like he's lasting longer than a TikTok. There were so many TikTok jokes. Honestly, it was some of the least creative jokes I've ever heard in my life. Um, everyone's just like clowning on him because he's like a social media sensation, and everyone's just like joking, making a joke out of it. But I honestly, like, I watched it and I was like, I'm sorry, like you have to give credit where credit is due. He didn't get knocked out. He lasted all eight rounds. Of course, by the eighth round, like Floyd Mayweather hadn't even broken a sweat. And Logan Paul looked like he was literally about to faint. Like, yeah. walking out of the competition into their locker rooms, like, Floyd Mayweather looks like he literally had went for a walk in the park. And Logan Paul looked like he had been kidnapped for a month. Like, of course. But he did it. Like, and I don't know. I just feel like all these jokes, whatever. Like, say what you want. But, like, Logan Paul, like, actually did that. He didn't get knocked out. He got, like, a couple good punches in. Of course, Floyd's numbers, like, in statistics were, of course, way better than Logan's. But I'm sorry. Like, you have to. He held his own. He did. And, like, even Floyd Mayweather said in the post-fight interview, like, he was way better than I thought he was going to be. And, like, he's a decent fighter. And, like, this is just the beginning of something great. So, you know what? And then Logan Paul said at the end, I was kind of inspired. He was like, nothing's impossible. Like, look at me. Like, I literally made vines and I just fought the best fighter in, arguably, in history. Yeah. That's good. Do you think that Floyd Mayweather was holding back? Okay, so, like, now there are all these conspiracy theories because, like, Floyd Mayweather got 90% of the bag. So however many people bought pay-per-view on all these different platforms, he got 90% of sales, and Logan Paul agreed to only take 10% just so he could fight Floyd Mayweather. Um, So, and even in these pre-interview packages they were putting together, get to know the fighters, like, Floyd Mayweather, like... (laughs) Why can't we say I don't know. (laughs) Floyd, it's a mouthful. (laughs) Floyd Mayweather made it very clear, like... Of course, he loves boxing, but, like, his passion is investing and building generational wealth for his family. So, like, he was he owns, like, gentlemen's clubs. He owns construction companies, real estate portfolios. Like, so he's really all about the money. And so it makes me think, like, did he only take this fight and, like, agree to, like, go all the way around to just, like, make the most possible money? The longer the fight is on, the more people buy it. Like, But he could have, like, let loose in the eighth round. Yeah, and also, I kept saying to Ben, like... He has integrity as a fighter. Now, this was an exhibition, which means it doesn't go in the record books. Floyd Mayweather's 50 and 0. He's not 51 and 0 now. That there seems was, fair. There like, was no real winner um, unless someone got knocked out. But I think they both agreed that they weren't going to knock out. Like, so it was kind of like a pointless fight. Um, 
because it doesn't have any real bearing on and there's no usually there's like a council who decides if nobody gets knocked out like who got the most punches like someone will decide who wins and you know they hold up the hand in the middle of the ring yeah there was none of that so like it was kind of pointless they both just like made a ton of money for like no reason well i think they put on a show yeah and they brought people together the migos performed there was a there was a full card there was a fight before um so it was like a whole thing. Yeah. No, I, I think it was pretty cool. I didn't watch the entire thing, but I watched the first two rounds, I think. Plus, Zach called me to come out when Logan Paul came out to From Now On From The Greatest Showman. That was crazy. Which was just, really, I didn't think Logan Paul, man of taste. I just didn't see that for him. And, and I have a whole new respect. Yeah. I actually had like a whole new respect for Logan Paul the whole evening. For I know people don't like him. And of course, he's problematic in his own way with the whole cancellation. But I really feel like the Logan we're seeing now is a totally different Logan. He's constantly Logan. evolving. He is. And I just really, like, appreciate it, even though, like, they're so chaotic. Like, whatever happened with the FBI at Jake Paul's house, like, we'll literally never know. They're so supportive of one another. Like, yeah. you can't help but, like, really respect their brotherly relationship. Like, Jake Paul is, like, tweeting, my brother beat Floyd Mayweather. He didn't. Like, if there was a winner, it would have been Floyd Mayweather. Um, no, and even you saw Jake Paul, like, when they would pan at him, and he was just, like, going so hard. It was sweet. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know I, if I was the only one. Like, you couldn't help but, like, really think, like, look what these two morons did. Like, <laughs> literally from Ohio, you know, made their bones off of eating Legos and, you know, beating up each other in their living room. And, like, they're on the biggest stage in the world. And I'm sorry. Like, there is something impressive about that. I agree. Regardless of whether or not you, like, like them or... Or their content. And I've literally never seen a piece of their content in my life. Like, I don't follow them. I don't buy Maverick Apparel. But there is something to be said about you what he's done. You don't buy Maverick Apparel? Why? You don't want to accept Ben? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Like, I'm saying I'm not, like, a fan of theirs. But, like, I don't know. It was also just, like, bothering me how, like, all the announcers was, like, you know, you're hating this if you're normal, but loving it if you're an 11-year-old. It's just, like, this constant, like beratement and like mocking of like people on the internet which like I didn't really appreciate but I was really I was proud to be an influencer last night yeah so Logan fought recently right like a no, few Jake months. did okay that was my question who did he fight Jake fought Nate Robinson who's a retired NBA player and knocked him out in the first round oh wow so like and but there are all these conspiracy theories that like because there's so much money in boxing like these people are going to agree to right. anything to get knocked out like if they so you all just put people, on a show. All these people think that, like, it's staged or it's, you know, scripted almost. But I watched the knockout. It looked pretty real. Yeah. Interesting. Now Lamar Odom saying he wants to fight Logan Paul. Like, Oh, cool. Logan and Jake should fight each other. 100%. That's a good call. Yeah, free idea. But this one was, like, a, re like a very legit. It was Showtime. It was extremely legit. It was extremely legit. Whereas, like, the Jake Paul one was super legit, too. But it was, like, on Triller, sponsored by Triller, 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 TikTok, tick, you know, like. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah, no, I understand. And I had one other thought about it, which was something that has escaped me. So mm -hmm. obviously. It obviously wasn't that important to obviously you. Obviously was not that. Oh, just, um, like, Floyd Mayweather um, repping TMT. We just want to thank you so much for the promotion. For sponsoring our brand. And um, and your belief in us, it's really stunning to see. Yeah, we do love to see it. Thank you. Yeah. I also just like actually ended up with like a lot of respect for Floyd Mayweather too because first of all, he could have like joined in on like everyone, the whole night everyone was making fun of Logan Paul, like from the announcers on social media, like everyone. It was like joke, joke, joke. But in the pre-post interview and even in the pre-interview like little package, he said he has a lot of respect for what Logan Paul has done, where he's gotten himself and 
after he was like, he was much better than I thought, and I had a lot of fun. Nice. So it yeah. was like, you know, it was a fun Sunday sportsmanship. Night, fun Sunday night activities. Yeah. People at the Hard Rock Stadium looked like they were having fun. I'm having fun. We're all just having fun. Yeah, they're putting on the show. You know, after a whole year of like no entertainment, yes. I'm here for it. And I probably like before the before COVID, like never would have watched, paid $50 for that piece of shit. But after my bar is so low, it was fabulous. Speaking of after. Speaking of after, okay. Literally, you guys are not, not to make the fight about me, but I have no choice. It was made about me. After the fight was over, they were doing like all these, you know, like recaps and schmecaps and post-op. I turned it off and went to bed. And right before I went to bed, my phone is like lighting up. Margo's calling me. I have all these text messages. People are tagging me in all these stories. After the fight ended, my comedy special came on. My comedy special is available on pay-per-view, so I guess it was like promo. But I was like, are you kidding me? Like, am I the most famous person in the world? Do you know how many people were watching that? Yeah, how many people like couldn't find their remotes? Or just like were, you know, drinking and like left it on. They were having a party. Yeah. All of a sudden, Claudia Ashray. It was so crazy. And like, honestly, I was, I couldn't sleep after that. The weirdest shit happens to me, like literally. That is so funny. I know. I mean, I hope that so many people watched it and had a great laugh. Um, And also cream means creme. Yeah, they they probably learned a lot. Also, my comedy special is available to free for free to stream on Amazon Prime. It's called Claudia Ashray, Disgraced Queen. It's about an hour. It's free. So there's no reason you can't watch it. Love it. And leave a five-star review. Oh, 100%. We love five-star reviews. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? Yeah, I am. Only if it's a story that's brought to you by Hair Food. Is there, oh, is there a is. chance? There is a big chance. Huge. Hair Food offers simple, superfood-inspired products that will make your hair look and feel amazing. Whatever hair texture or hair type you have, Hair Food has a recipe for you. In addition to their beloved nourishing coconut milk and chai spice collection, you've got to try some of their new recipes. The apple cider vinegar hair rinse, which is perfect for days when your hair needs a gentle, gentle cleanse before conditioning. The turmeric and almond oil detangling milk, which is my favorite product, takes care of the most stubborn knots and it reduces frizz. Detanglers, they're not just for kids, you guys. We could all use a little detangler, especially after the beach. The shea butter and pear color repair concentrate. So if you color your hair, this product makes over-processed hair look vibrant and healthy. All the products smell so good, and they are free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, mineral oils, and they are certified PETA cruelty-free. If you're looking for nourished, healthy hair, it's got to be hair food. Look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. You'll see amazing results, whether your hair is dry, knotty, frizzy, over-processed. There is a product at Hair Food for you, and it's all available at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. Love it. I just want to say, I just saw an article in the sidebar about the the Lilibet name, and you are right that it was bestowed upon her by her late husband, Prince Philip. So it's an intimate thing that and feels the, like it's being exploited, unless Elizabeth is okay with it. I just need the Queen's... We're never going to get it, so like we can all be morons and like you know fight amongst ourselves. <laughs> but like until I know what the Queen is thinking, I feel like it's a slight. Right. But Harry's people said they got express written permission from the Queen... But then also I read reports the queen was furious, like in the Daily Mail. Right. What is true? Right. And also this royal expert, another one. Oh, another, another one. Mel- What's her name? It, Angela Levin. No, not her. Melanie Bromley. Yeah. Just because you're British doesn't mean you're a royal okay, expert. Okay, but this royal expert said that she doesn't think the name was a good idea. I think it's quite rude to Her Majesty, her queen. It was a very private nickname from her husband who hasn't been dead very long. Prince Charles would never dream of calling his mother Lilibet. Oh, he wouldn't? No. No, it was like an intimate thing. Yeah. That's like, okay... Ben calls me Mufi. That's like literally you naming your kid Mufi. No, but like we don't have beef. Right. No. And then we had beef. I didn't do an interview about you. Yeah. I don't know. I just like I can't decide what Meghan and Harry want from the royal family. Like because it seems like they 
hate them but love them. Like, which one is it? No, no, no. It's it's really quite. And I know confusing. it's not about me, but I am confused. Like, no. I would love some clarity. I'm. I, you know what? I feel like they're like. I feel like the royals are confused too. They're like, wait, what? Do you hate us? Do you love us? Do you want? Do you want in? You want yeah. out? It's confusing. Yeah, like you. But whatever. Lily's pretty. Anyways, I just wanted to share that because you were right and I said, and I just wanted to correct that. It's so rare, you know? You were right. Thank you. Also, I'm still waiting for you were right about the Olivia Rodrigo not being a one-hit wonder, but you won't give me that. By the way, that's not the argument. The argument was I was saying it's too it's too early to say whether or not she's a one-hit wonder. Okay, but the initial argument was you said like she no. could be a one-hit wonder. I, oh, yeah. I said that she could be because she could. And I said it was already decided that she wasn't. Like after and I said it was too early records. to make the decision. Okay, I think you're wrong. No, but I just, I do want to clear that up because I think very well she probably won't be a one-hit wonder. I was just saying it's too early to call it. It seems like you're backtracking now. Nope. Roll the tapes. Roll the tapes. Seems like you're back. You heard what you wanted to hear. You heard what you wanted to hear. Roll the tapes. It's all there for you on YouTube. It's all there for you guys to listen to. Who has the memory here? (laughs) Me. (laughs) Okay, now we can get into our next story. Mariah Carey is dumping Jay-Z's Rock Nation after a blazing row. I love like this is like some Hollywood biz industry news. It's always interesting when people like leave their agencies or their record deals, yeah, record and in, companies, and in a, a blaze of glory too. The Uber diva has parted ways with Jay Z and his management company Rock Nation after a blazing row with the rapper during a meeting about the future of her career, oh. according to the Sun. Carrie signed with Jay Z in 2017. Years after firing her former manager, Stella Bulachiknov. And there's a lot of drama there, there's too. There's lawsuits on both sides yeah. there. Mariah and Jay had an explosive meeting, which did not go well at all, a source close to the situation told The Sun. She has made it clear she wants nothing more to do with him and has called it quits with Rock Nation. She will formally depart in the next few weeks. It is a shame because they had done some great work in the last few years, but this meeting couldn't have gone much worse. Hmm. Mariah has been talking to other managers and thinks she has found someone who she feels has full belief in her as she takes her next steps. I mean, it's... I don't know what Mariah Carey like would want for her career because she's kind of in this like ethereal place where she's just like a legend. She's not releasing bops left, right, and center, but like her story, her book was hugely popular. Her catalog of music is hugely popular. Her, you know, uh, Christmas, you know, she comes live at Christmas. Like I actually felt like she's been doing a, a pretty good job for the last few years. Like Rock Nation wasn't doing a bad job. Yeah. Her social media is great. Like whoever runs her social like she's in on the joke you know yeah she comes alive after thanksgiving like it's all very funny it is very funny and i feel like they got her to a really good place after the other manager of like this is like you know with the book and the christmas and like this is who you are but like they packaged her up very well still the future is in question what will she do next and it's clear that they didn't agree yeah that's true but also i feel like we kind of forget like there was like a dark mariah carey time like remember when she performed at um, the Christmas lighting tree, tree lighting, and like literally somebody like her vocals were yeah. atrocious. We forgot about that. Like somebody really scooped her up. I think Rock Nation actually did a pretty good job. I'm curious, like what Mariah Carey wants for her future. Well, after reading her book, I feel like she wants to keep making music. I know, like she's not releasing bop after bop, but like music was so it's such a part of her like in the book she can't stop like just because you hit a certain age doesn't mean you're done living like you're not at all I just feel like Mariah Carey like literally hasn't had a song that I know in like 10 years maybe more yeah no but I think that she would blame her managers yeah but she's only been with Rock Nation for the last four years but where's the song that you know you know right no that's true she's just not like a radio artist anymore and I don't know if that's what she wants to be because she's kind of she's in a place most artists would dream of like Eternal icon status. And those people don't always like release bops. Like, but I think the music flows out of her and she wants to be at a place that's going to allow her to 
create new music and also fully support the music. Yeah. And not just work on like emerging artists. I didn't know not Rock that Nation that, was a management I company. Happen- I thought it was a record label. I know. I Maybe agree. it's both. Not that I think that's what's happening. I just really think she would want, like she wants to keep putting out albums. But maybe yeah. she's just not getting, like maybe A&R's not giving her the best songs. That's possible. But she well, she's a songwriter. Her, she writes her own songs. So, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like she can really um, get into like a place where she's, you know, somebody adapts her book into a movie, like kind of how like, like she was in glitter. We need like a glitter about Mariah Carey. Yeah. And I'm sure that's probably in the works, but she probably still wants to be making music. Like wants yeah. the bops. She wants the bops. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But that's very interesting. You know, I love a little business. In love the industry. industry business. Okay. Next story, a little insider news. Bachelor stars, Matt James and Rachel Kirkconnell are planning to move in together. So things are finally going well between Matt and Rachel. Is this the fifth and final story? No, oh. it's not. It's the fourth and second to last story. The penultimate story. The wow, big peak. that's an SAT word. The big peak before the fifth. What'd you get on the SATs? A really good score. Of? Um, out of 2,400, yeah. I got a 2,040. Wow, that's crazy. I got a 1790. <laughs> I was so. thinking the other day, like I asked Ben, I'm like, I never know what he got on his SATs. Um, he couldn't remember, but he was like something average. And I'm like, yeah, I think I did look really bad. <laughs> no, I did pretty good. Um, I worked really hard for like studying and stuff. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, because like my grades were like, eh. I had pretty good grades, but oh. like the SATs were just. They did you in? They, they're just not for me, you know? And I was like on the precipice of people taking the ACTs, yeah. which is a much more apt test. Like the SATs don't test how smart you are. It's like, how much can we trick you? It's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. No, I hear that. That now everyone takes the ACTs. Yes. Yeah, but at the kids t- these days are just like learning differently. Yeah, and it's also like annoying because everyone talks about the SATs like sixteen hundred. It's like no, it hasn't been sixteen hundred for so long. Like, yeah. what did you get out of twenty four hundred? Yeah, because totally. I can't. I can't relate to you. Totally. I can't compare myself to you because totally. I only know my twenty four hundred score. Totally. But it is cool how they do the super scores. What's that? Where, like, if you take the test twice, they'll they, use your best score from each. Well, you, no, it's like they're trying to lift the kids up, not tear them down. <laughs> no, I grew t- up in an age where literally the education, Board of Education was trying to put me down. No, no, you grew up in the super score age. Just want to let you know. I'm just letting you know, like, I was right on the cusp. Like, no. well, there was, like, a few kids who took the ACTs in my grade, and it was, like, the weird thing to do. Like, it wasn't the norm. Yes. No, I agree with you, but I'm just saying... You, when you took the SATs, like the 17 score was your best in all categories for how many times you took it. Oh, I got a super score? Yeah. Oh, then maybe I did better than 1790 because that doesn't track. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm not good. that dumb. Anyways, Matt and Rachel are moving in together. They're thinking about oh, where yeah. they want to move. They're thinking about where he wants to restart his real estate They've career. They've been gallivanting all over the Hamptons, being socialites in the city, in the Hamptons. Double dating in the Hamptons with Tyler C. And yeah. his leading lady. And and I don't know how I feel about them. About I don't know how- about who? Rachel Th- and Matt? Them as a couple. I liked them a lot. And then, like, they had this really public, awkward, like, thing to deal with. And now they're just, like, back to normal. And I'm like, w- it's, like an, it's like a Megan and Harry thing. Like, what am I missing? Like, how did we get from A to B? Okay, now that, like, they're so full steam ahead, they're moving in together. It seems a little early, but not if they've been together this whole time. Do you think that they always knew that they were going to get back together? No. no. It was so real. Like, I, people are saying, like, was that stage... It was so real and so raw and so awkward, like, for us. Like, I don't think you... They're not actors. Like, I don't think you can fake that. Like, I think that was very real. Right, but then how can you... Go from that to this? I don't know. This is what I'm saying. There is a piece missing, just like Lilibet. How do we go from Oprah to Lilibet? How do we go from After the Final Rose to, you know, moving riding in, in a sidecar in Manhattan together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And moving in together. They're saying he's going to move to Miami, but Where's I don't she know. from? She's from Georgia. 
Yeah. But I see them living in New York. Me I too. don't know why. I just feel like they're always here. They're like gallivanting. And there's like a lot of Bachelor this season girls who live in New York. Like they're always hanging out together. Yes, they are. Like the Pipers of the world. Kit, and Chelsea. Yeah, there's like a cool like socialite crew. I didn't see that for this season. No, like, I didn't. But I'm happy to see it. Like it's people usually don't move to New York. Yeah. Um, they move to LA. Yeah. Or they'll move to like Dallas, Chicago, whatever. And so it's cute to see all the girls like here. The new season of The Bachelorette is starting tonight. Katie Thurston's season. I um, can't wait to continue reading my book tonight. I can't wait. Like, it's so terrible. But like, <laughs> you know, you just like hope other people fail. <laughs> like, I'm just hoping this Bachelor, like, I hope that the season does poorly, like ratings wise, because like, this is what you get for giving us literally the last thing we asked for. Nobody was championing. There was no campaign. There was nothing like, give us Katie. We need the dildo. Nobody asked for that. We need the dildo. There was an outcry for Michelle and maybe the ratings will bounce back. But I just want you to know, like, this is what you get when you don't give us what we want. And you just yeah. like throw a bunch of shit at the wall and hope something sticks. Yeah. So you won't be watching tonight. That's what you're saying. No, I'll definitely be watching. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I have decided, you know, it's a really tough, like, internal thing to struggle with because if I didn't do this for a living, there's, I would have stopped watching years ago. But, you know, it's so great for, you know, for content and for viewership and my stories. Like, I love to be, like, I claim to be, like, this, we claim to be the center of all things pop culture. And The Bachelor, unfortunately, is a part of that. But I think for my own mental well-being and just, like, protecting myself from outside negative forces that are toxic to me, I, I have to move on. I but, do. And we have a literal TNN show called The Snatchler, devoted to recapping The Bachelor. So it's good for business. I just like, listen to The Snatchler. She's going to be everything you need, the correspondent for The Bachelorette this season. Yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah, it's in Snatchler's hands now. Yeah. And I do think, I know I always say this, I think it's the end of the franchise for me permanently. And that just pains me because it's a big part of our job. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Only if it's the fifth and final story. Oh, oh, oh. Actually, Chaos. that's the, that, I don't, that flying is the perfect segue for our fifth and final story. Is it an aviation story? It's a little space news. Oh, yes. Well, today's space news is brought to you by TikTok for you. Welcome to the first official for you TikTok podcast hosted, hosted by creator Brittany Broski. We live for her. They discuss everything TikTok with creators who have turned the platform into a global community and cultural phenomenon. This podcast really is for you, whether you're, you're a creator or just interested in the world of TikTok. Join them for never-before-heard stories and insights from those who create videos and culture on TikTok. You can preview uh, the TikTok for You podcast on TikTok live every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, which is 8.30 p.m. Central time. The host and top TikTok creator, Brittany Broski, has hilarious and warm-hearted conversations about the world of TikTok with those who know it best. Past guests have included Frankie Jonas, Bowman Martinez-Reed, Lauren Gray, love her, and Young Blood. You can listen to the TikTok for You podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Again, you can watch it live on um, on TikTok Live every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Central. And then anywhere you get your podcast, you can get the TikTok for you podcast with Brittany Broski. It's, she's so funny. It's such a good podcast. Check it out. Love it. Okay, fifth and final story. It's the final story. We should record that so that we have yes. it. And you know, I like to do it. Like, it, I know, it gets me, me in the mood. It gets me going. Yeah. It gets the people going. Jeff Bezos is traveling to space with his brother in July. He said, this is the greatest adventure with my best friend. That is so sweet. No, it's not. Jeff Bezos. This is, is one. Of, this is like an annoying rich people thing. Like I'm annoyed with. Just you're gonna be more annoyed when I get when I finish reading 
the deets. Like, do you know, like, astronauts literally train their whole life to go to space and, like, you have literally no formal training? Jeff Bezos is preparing to go out of this world. Blue Origin, the aerospace manufacturing and spaceflight company founded by Jeff Bezos. Oh, he's trying to compete. Like, and his with brother. Elon. Oh, yeah, he's been trying to compete for a while. And his Who brother knew? Mark are pe- preparing. No, yeah. Founded by Jeff Bezos, announced that Jeff Bezos and his brother are preparing to fly to space on July 20th on New Shepard's first human flight. They will also bring along the winner of an auction who paid $2.8 million to also be on this You're flight. You're kidding me. Wait. Jeff said, ever since I was five years old, I've dreamed of traveling to space on July 20th. I will take that journey. That's not like a unique thought. Like, all kids want to be astronauts. Like, I just want to say, like, this doesn't make you special. On July 20th, I will take that journey with my brother, the greatest adventure with my best friend. I mean, we can respect siblings who, um... No, but even that sibling element, like, can't make me hate this story even less. No, you're about to. Oh, there's more? According to the official website, the new... Because when you think you're going to space, it's like, okay, like, let's get our space food. Like, Mm -hmm. we're going on a vacation to space. According to the official website, the new Shepard seats six astronauts, and since the ship is fully autonomous, there is no pilot. Everyone is a passenger. The reusable vehicle takes 11-minute flights into space... Designed to take astronauts and research payloads past the Karman line, which is the internationally recognized boundary of space. So this is an 11-minute. So this isn't like going on the moon and this like chilling This is an 11-minute flight. Got it. Okay. Like, this is obviously like, a... a little dramatic. Yeah, this is obviously a, like, big PR stunt for his, like, fake SpaceX company that I've never fucking heard of. Um, and this is kind of, like, once again, really losery of Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and I have come to... Every, with every story we talk about, whether it was those text messages, I want to get drunk with you, not too drunk, then I want to wake up and read the newspaper with you. Like, whether it was that, or the whole drama with the National Enquirer and that girl and her brother, or now this SpaceX, he himself... I've come to the conclusion I need my gavel is a loser. <laughs> he is. He's like a kind of like a dope. Yeah, for sure. And like, I feel like whenever we talk about Amazon, people don't really like what I have to say because they're constantly like putting down small businesses, but they really are great for the consumer. Like for, I use Amazon prime grocery. I, I literally use it all. When it comes to Amazon, I'm on team Amazon. When it comes to Jeff Bezos, he's a fucking loser. Yeah. For sure. And this is just like so obvious. Like everyone's always comparing him to Elon Musk. Now he's obviously trying to compete with Elon Musk. Like stay in your lane. Like you own Amazon. You like own the Washington Post weirdly. Like you do your own thing. Like leave us alone. Yeah. You stay on earth. Elon will stay in space. Yeah. Like Elon's got it covered. No, he's got it covered. Like honestly, like NASA has it covered. And then Elon Musk is just like even more. But like NASA works with Elon. Yeah. I'm not like this. This kind of brings it back to. I don't know if anyone has been listening to our show from the morning breath days, we kind of had, this was what, when was the morning breath? 2017. Mm -hmm. We kind of had this fascination with Elon Musk who was like being spoken about a lot for like making cars, but then also going to space. And like, we kind of went on this rant and this is how we like initially became obsessed with him because like we were like what do you even do bro like do yeah. you make cars or do you go to space and it turns out like he really does do both and also now he does like tunnels too hyperloop all sorts of transportation right so like the person we thought he was is like exactly who he is you know yeah. and I feel like he's really carved out a space for himself being like billionaire but also like the Albert Einstein people say of our generation the go Albert says go, go Albert go Albert it's your birthday go Albert so I just think like Jeff Bezos is kind of jealous of the space Elon Musk has carved out for himself because Jeff Bezos, I think when people think of like classic, like, you know, person with too much money, like Jeff Bezos is kind of like the butt of that joke. People don't always like loop in Elon Musk with that because Elon Musk is like a true genius. Yeah, but he's also new to the billionaire, yes. like to the to the number Top one on Forrest Lips list scene. Yeah. So I love when we just go down a, a rabbit hole of like Forbes list and then we just like, you know, yeah, look and for all the eligible men on the list. Yeah. No, it's always a good time. It's always fun. But J- 
Jeff Bezos is going to space in July with his brother. Barely. Barely. 11 minutes. Like, is, I didn't realize. That's just not what I thought of when, I, when you think of going to I space. think you'd, like, chill up there, like, no, for a couple weeks. They're going, yeah, right. But they're just going to cross the line of the stratosphere and then come back down. Do you remember? It's cool that there is an internationally recognized line for what constitutes space and Earth. Right. Do you remember when that guy, that, like, stuntman went up, like, and parachuted off. Red Bull, yeah. Parachuted yeah. off, like, a, a spaceship, like, outside the Earth's. Yeah. Like he was looking down at Earth. That was crazy. He like went in and out of consciousness, but he's like still alive and fine. That's so crazy. That was like no offense, like the dumbest thing ever. Like I don't understand people who just like test God that way. Like I agree, but it was a really cool video. When I went on the seaplane, I was like thinking to myself, like I'm one of those morons who tests God. No, you're like one of those red bill people. Yeah. Like total adrenaline junkie. Total. (laughs) Um, That's our show. We have no TV recap tomorrow. Um. We have no TV recap either, but there is an episode of The Snatchler coming out. So you'll be able to listen to The Bachelor recap, Bachelorette, excuse me, recap there. I'll be taking the night off, you know, soaking in the tub, you know, enjoying myself. Maybe I'll make myself some dinner, like living myself, giving myself peace of mind. Yes, definitely. It's going to be a great week, you guys. Yes, we have, I'm like afraid to say, we have a oh, great yeah, we guest have some tomorrow. Guests, but you know, the minute that we say that we have guests coming, they just cancel. even if we say the word guest, then there's a, a cancel. Magically disappear. So <laughs> we've got a great guest tomorrow and a great guest Wednesday. Hopefully they both show up. Yeah. So that's, that's that it. on that. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast fact stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. Wherever you listen to podcasts, find us. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye.